It's time for Larry No Sports. My guest tonight, improviser and actor and lifelong Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, Paul Pallotta. And I'm your host, Larry Joining us via satellite, uh, he was having technical difficulties. Hey. What's up, Paul? Uh, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm on the internet streaming to about two million people worldwide. I'm uh, gonna talk about sports. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I know. I can't believe I blew up this quickly. Yeah, I want to apologize for not being able to be there in person. Yeah, well, that's okay. Right. I mean, you'll you'll make it up another time. Uh, show must go on, as they say in sports. We will go on. Okay, so Paul, uh, you are from North Carolina, correct? That's right, North Stanfield, North Carolina. North Kakalaki, is that what people say? Ooh. The sports capital of the world, I believe. I think so. Uh, but you, what, so what brought, tell us a little bit about your start as a, or how you got into the Tampa Bay Bucks. Cause you have, I mean, you have a Tampa Bay Bucks flag, uh, tattooed on your left leg. Uh, yeah. One of my calves, uh, I believe <laughs> it is the left one. Yeah. We'll make sure. You know, sometimes you forget when, yeah, when it's winter and you wear pants all year round, mm-hmm. you forget which leg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much it was, I don't even, like, I don't exactly know what made me a Bucks fan. Um, it was just like one day I just picked a team and I stuck with them. Um, this is back in the Tony Dungy days, mm-hmm. probably around fifth, sixth grade for me, which was like 99, 2000. And, uh, yeah, and then I've just unfortunately have stuck with them ever since. Yeah. Well, when you started, I mean, that must have been a fun time because that was when they were getting good, started making the playoffs, and eventually the soup won the Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, some of my favorite players of all times. You know, you have uh, you got Mike Allstar, who I still watch highlights of to this day, like mm-hmm. him just running people over, and then that defense, two of which uh, Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp made into the Hall of Fame. Like right now. Listen, guys, I'm just doing this to please, to please put Rondé Barber in the Hall of Fame. It is a crime he is not in right now. It is a crime. He was part of those Super Bowl winning teams. Rondé Barber in the Hall of Fame. That Paul. So what are we going to do to make sure he gets in the Hall of Fame? I don't. I we just got to get. He revolutionized the position like he's like the like one of the only members if not like he was the first member of like the 2020 club the 20 sack 20 interception i think he's like 30 30 something his numbers are just like i don't know just so good and he was the first of a lot and then he of course he had the game winning interception in the nfc championship game 
people need to know that Rondé Barber deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, people need to know. Well, good thing you're uh, using this venue because, as I said, there's probably now, um, the numbers I'm getting is about 5 million people listening. Most of which I'm sure at least one or two of them have Hall of Fame votes. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Jimmy Johnson now gets a Hall of Fame vote, or once he's officially in and he listens to the show. Hi, Jimmy! 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 Yeah. Um, have you been watching the yeah. XFL at all? A little bit at work I do. Um, <laughs> so, like, I haven't been able to, like, sit and watch, you know, because I'm a food runner. Uh-huh. So I haven't been able to, like, sit and watch, but I've been, like, watching it. Okay, interesting. I... I've watched like two minutes of it here and there. I can't say I've watched a full game. It looks kind of cool. I mean, less like a a stupid gimmick than the last time they tried it. Um, I like the kickoff. I could see the NFL adapting the kickoff rules where like they start off 10 yards apart from each other mm-hmm. and then they can't run until the returner catches the ball. Yeah, I like that too. Because you know, like, yeah, I think it just it uh, eliminates a lot of the like safety concerns, you know, where it's like, okay, they're not getting forty yards full speed and then running into each other. Yeah, yeah, and then um, so it gets rid of the safety concerns while also making it actually interesting and fun to watch, rather than just like an automatic touchback. Right. Yeah, and I think, like, the return numbers are up, which make it, you know, because now I think it's, like, almost 90% of kickoffs in the NFL are touchback or something like that where yeah the, the XFL is having higher return numbers, you know, which makes them more exciting. And it puts special teams back into back into kind of the game a little bit. Yeah, where it should be. I mean, it's an important part of it and fun part of it. Right, but but then it takes it away because it's like, all right, no extra points. Um, we're gonna, you know, you can either go for one, two, or three, but you have to run a play after you score a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, what do you? Uh, how do you feel about the Bucks this year? And this is just remember, everybody, this is a Bucks centric podcast, at least for today. Right, right. I, I can talk a little other stuff too, but yeah, we'll yeah, get to that. We we could do an hour just on Jameis Winston. Yeah, I'm sure we could. <laughs> One of the most fascinating quarterbacks. To, like someone, I see. I read a tweet once. He's like, besides Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston is the most exciting quarterback to watch because he's so up and then he's so down. Yeah. And it's, like, not where it's, like, and this is, like, play to play, not exactly game to game. So it's just, like, he'll make, like, a play where you're just, like, oh, my God, that was mind-blowing. And then the very next play, you're going to be, like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. And it, that that is good analysis, that it's play to play. I think uh, I think he's right. also I mean, a member of the 2020 club with maybe, like, 20 touchdown 30, passes. 30 for 30. Yeah, 30. 30 for 30. 30 for 30. 30 TD passes, 30 interceptions. Something along those lines. His his very last throw of the season. This is funny. Yeah. 
So he just finished up his rookie contract. His very first throw of his rookie contract in a regular season game was a pick six. Mm -hmm. His very last throw of his rookie contract was a pick six. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. That is crazy. Is so so he's yeah, a free agent he, this season. Do what? So he's a free agent right now. Yes. Do you think uh, so, the Bucks and, resign know, him? I think so, just because he's still only twenty five. He threw mm. for five thousand. You know, he has a lot of good, and it's like, who are you going to sign? Philip Rivers, Bruce mm-hmm. Arians. He's Bruce Arians is our head coach runs an offense where they say it takes almost a full year to learn the offense. So it's like if we go for a Phillip Rivers or a Tom Brady, yeah, they're going to waste a year, learn not waste, but, you know, learning the offense. Then they're going to be a year older next year. You yeah, there's, know? there's so, no way Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers is doing that. Right. So – I I'll t- I want to see Tom Brady go with uh, Las Vegas with John Gruden. <sighs> That's what I'm secretly hoping for. Yeah. I think he's staying with New England, but it would be a lot of fun to see him with a new team. Do you think so? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just wanted to, I just think him and Gruden together would just be, you know, because I got love for Gruden because he's the one who brought the Bucks there Super Bowl. So, yeah. But, yeah, I just think that would be a fun dynamic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's like there's really, you know, and then I would rather, you know, a rookie isn't going to come in and do what Jameis can do. It's going to take him a couple of years. Yeah. I just think there's no one out there who we can put in on week one and do bet like better than Winston. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that they could, because of all his interception problems, they could probably get him at a reasonable discount. Right. And Bruce Arians, he has a, like, they throw the ball a lot, but they throw it downfield a lot. So it's like the interceptions, and that's us, you know, Brett Favre leads the league or leads the, like, NFL in career interceptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's that mentality which is good and bad where, you know what, it don't matter. Like he's made throws where he's had, he's already had like maybe two interceptions and then he'll make a throw. That's like a great. And it's like, I love the fact that even though he has two interceptions, he's not scared to make that throw. He'll still try it. Yeah. That short, that short memory is important for a quarterback. Right. And also another thing, this is a, for your fantasy football people. Yeah, watch out for that Tampa Bay D next year. Mm. That Tampa Bay defense, I think, where it's going to be nice. Tampa Bay as long defense. as we can keep, yeah, as long as we can keep some key players. I know Shaq Barrett, who led the league in sacks, is a free agent, and Jason Pierre-Paul. If we can keep some key players. I think our defense is going to be one of the best next year. Love the analysis, Paul. Um, I'm t- I, it's draft season. Yeah, it's draft. Yeah, it's dra- actually. Let's talk about draft season real quick. Um, I think Bucks have the 14th pick. Uh, you probably 14th. Yeah. yeah. Actually, let's go with the Giants because they have the fourth pick. 
uh, the local team here in New York. The local, yeah. Yeah. What uh, uh, What do you think they should do? Uh, so, you know, being from Carolina, I've kept up with the Panthers a lot and stuff. And, uh, you know, so Dave Gettleman, he's there. He's the Giants general manager. He was the general manager of the Panthers for a long time. I think they said Gettleman has never traded back. Mm. And they're gonna go. They're gonna go lineman. That's what um, I think makes the most sense. Either offensive or defensive, but so I'm gonna say offensive line. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I think that's where they need to go. Like that's how you build a team. They've got the quarterback. Hopefully, uh, they've got the running back. Right. Um, it's time to start like it's building funny. the infrastructure. Oh, uh, uh, here's a question for you. Yeah. Do you think Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer? Ooh, yes. And I think he's not just a Hall of he Famer. Uh, for beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl twice, he is a national hero and deserves for, maybe for a Purple Heart. I don't know. Something along those lines. Right. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. The, the Super Bowl is a team game. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, that's a... If you look at his numbers, if he didn't play week 16, he would have ended his career with a losing record. He's like, he missed the playoffs more than he made it. You know, I mean, it's just those mm-hmm. two magical runs. He's going to get in. Yeah. yeah. You know, one, I think it's the name and the two Super Bowls are going to get him in. But yeah. I feel like that's the only two reasons why he's getting in other than that like if you look at his numbers he's going to be one of the least he'll be down there with like joe namath with like Mm -hmm. the least deserving players to be in yeah i think local bias aside i actually do agree with you i uh i mean eli he you know he had his good moments but he was he's not like an all-time great quarterback you're not going to look you're not going to tell your kids about eli manning um Right. And, oh, you had to watch Eli play. <laughs> and so many people are like, like I've heard people argue that Eli is better than Peyton because Peyton always blew it in the Super Bowl, or for the most part did, and had was bad in the playoffs, always lost to New England. But Peyton is an all-time great quarterback. And I, I think there's no question about which is the better Manning brother. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Cooper. Cooper throwing in his yeah. backyard. Oh yeah, that just shows my knowledge. Yeah, Trying you know the off. man, Cooper. What is what is Cooper's business right yeah. now? Does isn't they always like would say? I love how they would show him in the stands, and they're talking about the Manning brothers, and they're like, and the announcer would be like, Cooper's uh, successful in his own right. He's a successful businessman. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he. If you need a good accountant, oh, yeah. Your, I don't know if he's accountant. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, all right, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, uh, I think we lost it. We had a caller on the line, but lost it. Um, anyway, I'll continue talking with you, Paul, my man. Um, you. All right. Uh, are you still? Do you follow wrestling at all these days? Uh, not as much. I still get news. Like uh, yeah. I just read that. I think Samoa Joe just got suspended. Oh, I didn't even hear about uh, that. Was that for uh, drug-related, like, performance-enhancing drugs? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he got suspended for 30 days. Um, 
So, like, I, I'll still get headlines sometimes. Like, I just read, like, a WWE diva can't get, like, the, the WWE won't let her get upper half tattoos. Oh. You know, because they're very, you know, it's a little things like that. But yeah. it's like, I don't really watch it. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't. Yeah, that, I mean, that is definitely unfair that they wouldn't be allowed to. But I'm sure there are, like, I think Ruby Riot. Well, it's is, a marketing thing, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're selling your image. Yeah. So. Well, Ruby Riot, who's I like a say, though, CM Punk-like uh, rest, female wrestler, I th- I'm i sure they let her get upper half tattoos. I think she already has them coming in. Right. What were right, you going to say? Yeah. Oh, I will say, like, Growing up, Edge was always one of my favorite. Was always one of my favorite wrestlers, and I'm glad to see him back. Yeah, me too. Or at least he came back for the Royal Rumble. I don't know, you know. I'm sure due to his age and he did have a broken neck. I doubt he can come back. You know, he'll probably do like a WrestleMania thing, and then maybe that's it. But I just love Edge, the rated R superstar. I love. I've always been an edgehead myself. I think. I think yeah. he'll go. I think they'll let him go on a little run. Uh, I hope so. If he wants he to do it, he should. He should have a little run. Yeah, it's crazy to think like him and who is it? Him, Christian, and Gangrel used to be like that <laughs> vampire group. The Brood. That's like back when I. Re- huh. Yeah, the Brood. The Brood. Yeah, that was like when I was like fully like invested in watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were always a fun crew. They came out, they would spit the blood, and yeah, for sure. They came. I remember they they came up from like on the ring, like they came up from underneath with like a ring of fire. Yeah, didn't last long. But that also was like when around when I started again post childhood, started watching again. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I remember we had the. Uh, we had the 98 Royal Rumble on, like, my uncle recorded it, and we would just used to watch that all the time. Because that was back when, like, Stone Cold and, yeah. you know. Stone Cold win that one? Because my parents were, yeah, parents were too cheap to buy us the <laughs> uh, pay-per-view, so. Good old. We, had it, we always just did the Monday Night Raw recap. <laughs> okay. But good old uncle. Yeah, this is pre-Twitter. Yeah. But uh, what, what's the name of this uncle? Oh, uh, my Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike! Raising a hero. Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike. Yeah. Uh, you watch any AEW? I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't have cable, so uh, no. So, like, I really don't even watch WWE much anymore. Um, I hear good things about NXT. Yeah, both NXT and I love AEW. I mean, that's on Wednesday nights, and that's that's kind of my must-watch program. And uh, they have a pay-per-view right. coming up this Sunday, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, uh, where, where are you watching it? Maybe we'll invite some lucky fans out. Yeah, I mean, you could win a trip. Uh, call in now, and you could win a trip to watch. Uh, you could come. You could come <laughs> yeah. to Larry's studio to watch watch uh, AEW Revolution. Holy- yeah, you'll get a, you know, we'll take care of your your travel, your your mm-hmm. hotel, 
oh, Larry the athlete will take care of it all, and you'll get to come and spend the day with him. Absolutely. We'll fly you private jet, anything. <laughs> private we, Yeah, his own private jet. Yeah, we have a big budget here at this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in case, like, so the main event for AEW Revolution. Actually, I'll just go through the card really quick. Uh, women's Championship match, Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. You tell me if you've heard of any of these people. Maybe Nyla Rose. Uh-huh. Uh, Darby, Al- Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. No, I've heard of, who's the Sammy in the WWE? Oh, Sammy Zayn. Wouldn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Different Sammy. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of either of those. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. I, of course, Dustin Rhodes, but you know, that's a family. Yeah. That's a, fa- a wrestling family. Right. So that's Goldust from the WWE. And Jake Hager, uh, right. he was in WWF for a while, WWE for a while as um, Jack Swagger. He kind of sucked. Okay, I've heard of Jack. Yeah. He sucks, yeah. but now he's like Jericho's muscle, basically. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I love that Jericho's still going strong. Dude, he is on such... His mic work is so awesome. And his character, it just like... It's just like this, like... Stupid, like this, like, full of himself, middle-aged, midlife crisis guy who doesn't realize that he's, like, not cool... And he's just playing right. into it, and it's so good. And uh, I think, I think you got to keep the title on him for that reason, just until like he's because this and is I probably mean, his last great run. Right, and he's the only one. I mean, he's been champion of WC, like you oh. know, WCW, WWE, A, like he wins everywhere he goes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's got to be a grand slam of some sort. Um. Other matches, the tag team championship match, Kenny Omega and and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. No, but I'm pulling for the Young Bucks. Uh, <laughs> yep. You know they spell it without the does, K. Does it have any, without the, well, you know, there's no K in Buccaneers. There's no K in Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, MJF versus Cody Rhodes. I'm sure you've heard of Cody. Right. Again, that's Justin's son, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And finally, uh, Jericho, the championship match, main event, Jericho versus John Moxley. Moxley is Dean Ambrose from WWE. Oh, I guess mm-hmm. WWE like owned Dean Ambrose, so he had to change his name. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I've seen on Twitter... Uh, Rhino, uh, right? He's not Rhino. Uh, the big guy. Um, yeah. Is it Rhino? Yeah, like he's trying to like get his names rights from WWE, uh, and they're not giving it to him. Yeah. They want him to pay like some astro- like some astronomical fee for yeah. his name rights, and he's like, "Dude, I don't have that money," and it's like, "Yeah, I mean, just yeah, like, just- I don't know." I understand the copywriting, but they should treat their veterans with right. respect. Um, right, but I guess when it comes to money and everything. Yeah. And for so long, they've been the only game in town, so they could kind of do what they want in that regard. 
Right. So maybe right. that's changing. Uh, we're going to take a call. Is AEW... Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, finish that thought about AEW, and then we'll take a call. I just want to know if it was like, uh, if it. Do you think it's something that'll be around for a while, or is it something that in a year or two will probably go under? I think it'll at least have two or three years, um, and I hope it sticks around longer. But I think I don't think it's. Right. I think it's done well enough in the beginning that it's not going to just fizzle out immediately. Right. That's like the XFL. It's like, will it even yeah. make it through the season? Yeah. Or... I, from what I understand, their their ratings are okay, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll never get NFL numbers, sure. but you know, I'm sure they're they're expected that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just need to do well enough to stick around. All right. We are going to the phones. We got a uh, let's see, six four six phone number caller. Hello? Yes, you're on Larry. Oh, hey, Larry. My name's Brooke. Brooke, huh? Brooke. Um, I, I, Brooke, I, I got a, I got a question though. This isn't, this is like more of like a, um, anatomy question. Yeah, I, I have I'm a, a female. Oh, yeah. I, you might know where this is going, but, you know, I, I, I've seen jock straps and I, I've never experienced experienced one you know mm-hmm. and and i just i don't understand where did the balls go oh i see mm. in the jock strap i think i mean i think the whole the whole package uh goes is the cup it's covers right the entire in yeah the cup is supposed so, to cover all three so it's like a tuck you guys tuck yeah yeah it's like, yeah. Saying. It's like a tuck you tuck it in there yeah you gotta tuck it in there there's um yeah, so you know, like th- it's a misconception that the cup has to match the size of your dong because it's also got to match the size of your your you know your balls. You're it? right. And if your balls, so, like, if you so got, they like, come in sizes. Oh, they like, do. Condoms? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's not a one size fit all. So that's uncomfortable. That's an uncomfortable uh, consumer experience, though. Oh yeah. Because right. you know, you if you buy a well, small, then right. Well, right. What happens? I mean, how do you especially, negotiate that? Especially if you try it on and then you return it, you know, and then you got to buy a used cup. And mm-hmm. You can return it? I can't return my panties when I wear them. Really? That's discrimination. You should be allowed to. I mean, what if your panties don't fit? Right. Then you just throw, like, I mean, you throw them out or you sell them you on don't eBay. Try them on in you. dressing room? You, you got to sell them. As uh, being used on eBay like any other person would. Okay, or sell them like in vending machines as they do in some countries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never made it that far though. You will. I if you practice, honestly, if you practice, you'll make it that far. Right. I mean, I guess that's the benefit of having a stalker is you could always sell your used underwear for probably a good good price. You could. You could. It yeah. Could, but couldn't you do the same thing for a jock strap? I mean, isn't there a similar market? Ooh, I never thought about yeah. that. Especially pro athletes, right? I mean, imagine you like you oh, could. I mean, there's a like yeah. Like, would you buy LeBron James's jock strap for how much? I would. And yeah, I sell you would. It on my eBay. Yeah, LeBron, yeah. put it on eBay. I'd 
Or so you know, LeBron's got just, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, and well, I just like how do they know? You know, nobody knows what his ball sweat is smelling like. Yeah. So I could literally just have my husband Joseph wear uh, his jock straps, mm-hmm. and I could just say it's LeBron. You know what? People do that with autographs all the time. Yeah, that's why you need the uh, letter of authenticity. But, Brooke, so, yeah, you could take Joseph's, um, because Joseph's ball sweat. I bet, uh, how would you describe Joseph's ball sweat? (laughs) It's like, um, it's a mist. Yeah, Um, a mist. You know, I wouldn't describe it as like a tsunami. Sometimes it's kind of. You know, you get these guys, and they get very wet. They mm-hmm. are right. the same way a woman does, but, you know, they could get – it's not like, you know, a Sirocco or a tsunami. His is more of a misting, yeah. per se. I, I mean, I, yeah, a misting. I, I could see, uh, you know, using it as like a perfume or something. It's like an O. It's like an O, an O de whatever. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, O de whatever. So O de LeBron. If you're a LeBron fan, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, I'd have to wear. lie though, because it'd really be O to Joseph. Yeah, O to Joseph. Right. But you'd right. be lying. So Brooke, I um, I love your idea of uh, selling jock straps and um, making right. um, you know, I can't uh, because I'm friends with a lot of pro athletes. I can't endorse you know, faking it and make and selling like say LeBron or Steph Curry or Tom Brady's uh jock strap when it's not really his. But you know, oh. you 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 do what you want well, and I'm gonna look the other. Good? Can you get Ooh. me the real real? Like I mean, why not? Like you're friends with these people. Like just say, hey, you know a girl. Yeah. You know, she's she's got some debt. Yeah. Uh they could donate. Wow. Boom. Yeah. I mean you know, that's what guy friends, you, you probably are wondering, like, what do guy friends do when they hang out with each other, right? Oh, we try time. on each other's cups. Yeah, we try on cups. We talk about cups. We, we throw we throw our jock straps at each other. It's like a little fight because you like can slingshot yeah, them. It's like uh, pin the pin the tail on the donkey. It's pin the jock strap on the athlete. Yep. That this does not sound sexy. I thought it would be sexier. Yeah, this is, uh, this is actually an enormous turnoff. Yeah, it is a turnoff. But um, next time I'm hanging out with LeBron and Tom Brady, I could uh, suggest we have a little jockstrap fight because they're always down to rough house a bit. And, <laughs> oh man! I and I'll uh, accidentally part. take theirs instead of mine when we settle everything and everybody goes home. And I'll. Uh, Right. I'll I'll let you come over, Brooke, and then if Brooke, if you want to steal Tom Brady's jockstrap, you can. That you know your generosity. It's actually uh, it's bringing tears oh. to my eyes. Thank you so I much, love it. And, and thank you so much for addressing this question. I just didn't understand the tuck. I didn't even know there were sizes. I I just my 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 mind is blown right now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for calling, Brooke. Mm-hmm. Great question. You two have a beautiful evening. You too. Thank you. Wow, I feel almost like Howard Stern here <laughs> talking to talking to women about <laughs> panties. Uh, we're gonna take yeah. another call. We have let's see, we have a two four eight phone number. Hello, hello two four eight. Hello, how's it going, boys? What's up? Who is How's this? It going? 
this is Jack from Michigan. Jack from Michigan. Oh, a little, little Michigan boy. Michigan boy. Michigan boy. Mm, boy. <laughs> anyway, I want. Is this just an open forum where I can talk about whatever I want? Talk about anything. Whatever. Awesome. So I want to talk about the Pistons, who are currently in tank mode. Yes. And see if you think that there's any chance for the franchise. Like, we got rid of Reggie. We got rid of Andre Drummond. Um, Mm -hmm. We're cutting. We're bringing people up from the minors to come play. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not sure that it worked necessarily how the Sixers would have helped, uh, would have wanted, uh, in terms of their tanking. And I know the Knicks should be tanking. (laughs) <laughs> well, as a Knicks We're fan, uh, uh, as first of all, as a Knicks fan, yeah, I can't defend uh, that they're 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 just, that they're not playing the kids. They aren't trying to like they're they're thankfully not going for it right now. Like they traded away Marcus Morris, which was a smart move that a franchise can make. But I can't defend the Knicks and who they're starting right now. Back to the Pistons. Um, the problem. The problem, the thing that's going to be different with them versus the Sixers is they've got that Blake Griffin contract that they can't get rid of. Yeah. And, and when he plays, he's still a good player. Does he, I have yes. Does he, has he been hurt a lot? He has, especially this yeah, year. He's out. For, the yeah, he's out for the season. Must be focused on his comedy career. Yeah. <laughs> right, his comedy career and his acting career. He was on Broad City. Yeah, he did. A, he used to do a lot of when he was with LA. He used to like show up at the lab factory and do some sets. Oh yeah, actually. Yeah, no, he like does video of him doing like stand up. Wow. Wow. I'm sure it's. I'm yeah. sure it's riveting. You know, because everyone's a comic. Everyone's a comedian. <laughs> yep. Everyone's a critic That's too. Amazing. I didn't know that. <laughs> everyone's a critic. Yeah. Everyone's a comedian. Uh, everyone's a chef. Yeah. Uh, so Jack, so Jack, I, um, I do think the Pistons need to start collecting assets and tank and they, they can't, they're, unfortunately they're stuck in limbo with Blake Griffin, who's I think signed for like another three or four years. Um, I w if I were them because of the new lottery rules and that like, it's a little bit more random as to who gets the first pick, I would keep collecting young players surround them with like you know uh journeymen type veterans who could just like help them with their development and like don't worry about where you fall in the seating as long as you don't uh because they're not going to make the playoffs anyway sure yeah that's kind of what they're doing right now like we have Derek rose kind of leading the helm and then everybody else is either you know undrafted or or just young players that we're trying to develop so yeah yeah, uh, like it's with, something that I hope they continue to lose. Yeah, I think they will this mm. year. Uh, yeah, and with with a guy like Rose, when they they they, you know, they ca- caught lightning in a bottle there. They have a good contract, and I think he's there next year. They should trade him as soon as they can. Yeah, anybody right. like it's that. Just, the deadline's already passed for the season. Right, so they would have to wait till the off season. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't trade him. I figured like a team like in contention could have probably used a Derrick Rose. I agree, mm-hmm. especially that they gave up Drummond for like a second round pick, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, we got John. We got like, what did we get back? 
Oh, we got old uh, Brandon Knight. Okay. And uh, ugh, someone else. Someone else. I think Brandon Knight used to be a Bobcat great, if I'm not mistaken. I think you might be thinking of Brevin Knight. Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Those Bobcat days were a, were yeah. a dark day in Charlotte. Dark day in Charlotte. Uh, another yeah. team not doing very well. Who is kind yeah, of? They just had a player suspended. Yeah, the Hornets. Malik Malik Monk just got suspended for drugs. Uh, yeah, and Malik. Was it weed or was it drugs? I. <laughs> yeah, is it weed or drugs? Very different. Because <laughs> that's different. Yeah. Right. I, I imagine it was PEDs of some sort, but maybe there's like a weed version right. of PEDs where it's just like. Oh, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but I'm pretty so. You know, the NFL is doing the new CBA. Oh yeah. I think they're gonna quit suspended players for weed. Oh really? That's that's big. Right. Yeah, because you know a lot of people do it anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now uh, all the players are doing it. You might as well just not worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's that should be fun times for the players. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I never got better at football from smoking weed, so I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I I think uh, it's very good for like focusing in and uh, making sure you remember all the plays. Weed will be great for your short-term memory. (laughs) Right. Well, I think. I mean. Yeah, that's why I was so good in high school. Joke about, but I do think it does like help the players with their body. You know. Plus, it's like instead of getting addicted to pain pills. Going home and mm-hmm. you know taking all these pain medicine, you just go home and smoke a joint. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or and a bowl. Yeah, or a <laughs> bowl or a bong. Let's not discriminate against glass. Right, that's yeah. true. That's true. Who a was gas mask? Yeah, the gas you know, mask. <laughs> muscles you put on a gas mask. Oh, yeah. dude, I did. I did a gas mask once. Uh, uh summer home during. <laughs> <laughs> and shortly thereafter was arrested by the police. Oh, was this <laughs> yeah. a homemade uh, a homemade construction? No, someone bought it, but I just happened to be at a party that got busted up. Uh... It was really inconsequential <laughs> to the rest to the end of the story, but it it yeah. all happened in the same night. Imagine being like... <laughs> you take the, where's everyone at? <laughs> hey, who's ready Again. to... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, officer, you next? <laughs> yeah, we let all your friends go home, but you have a uh, gas mask on your face, so you're coming with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't really deny anything here. I want to help you out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. like you because you're scary. Yeah. All right, Jack. Uh, Jack, thanks for the call. Yeah. Uh, I hope the I wish the Pistons the best. I hope they uh, continue to collect good draft picks. I like their rookie, Sekou Dumboya. He's kind of cool. Oh, he's going to be great. I he's, love him. He's got some good cool raw talent. Too. Cool name. I love yeah. those, fr- right. those uh, well, French Well, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Jack. Uh, and never forget the malice at the palace. Oh, yeah. Great great day in NBA history. Great day. Great day. Uh, one of the best for Ron Artest and Jermaine O'Neal. So fun. Yeah. I mean, that. you mean, is, is his name still Metal World Peace? I think it is. Ever change it back? I, I don't know. Maybe he's changed it to something else by now. Right. Yeah, it's going to be. I t- think Chad Johnson changed his name back, right? 
or is he still Ochocinco? Oh, I don't know. I, he should change his name back now that he's not playing and doesn't have 85 or, or Ochocinco on his back. Right, unless yeah. it's tattooed. Yeah. Or then, just every shirt he wears has, <laughs> I can only wear the shirt if it has 85 on the back. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Or if he came out with a clothing line of Ocho Cinco clothing line. That yeah. Also, it was all nice dress shirts. Yeah. yeah. But 85 was on the back. Yeah. Uh, all right, Paul. Is there anything you'd like to plug as we wrap up here? We're wrapping up so soon. Yeah. Uh, I want to keep these things under an hour. But we, unless you have a sports okay. thing you'd really love to talk about. Um... I don't, who, uh, I don't, I was just going to try to postpone and just keep talking. Yeah. I mean, I love um, that you love to chat. Knicks versus, uh, Hornets yeah. tonight. Is it? Yeah. Two, two bad teams Ooh. at the bottom of the standings. Two. Oh man. Yeah. And, so this, I will, we'll end on this. The sure. NBA draft, mm-hmm. the lottery. I feel like Hornets have gotten screwed over multiple times uh, with the number one pick. Yeah. Were they the the Anthony Davis year? The year Anthony Davis, we end up with the second pick. And then the year Dwight Howard was coming out. Again, both times we, by more than a fair amount of games, had the worst record. And had never gotten the number one pick. Oh, yeah. They had had the... Charlotte had the the record-setting year of a number of losses, I believe, or close to right. it, and they didn't get the number one pick that year. That was the Dwight Howard year, I believe. So, and then we end up with Adam Morrison, <laughs> who, yeah. Who, so I grew up. I was like kind of like I liked Gonzaga growing up, like just because of I thought it was a cool name, and this was back in the Ronnie Turrioff. Adam Morrison days, you know, and they're still consistent. I mean, they're always in the top ten. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I just remember them getting out in the second round, and before the game is even over, Adam Morrison at half court just crying. Yeah, and it's like at least wait for the game to be over. Yeah, I mean that is, uh, yeah, sort of become what he's most known for, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I think. Never, I, was it Dwight Howard, and then we got Emeka Okafor, and was it Adam Morrison in the Anthony Davis year? Maybe that's how it was. I think in the Anthony Davis year, it was um, Michael Kid, uh, Kid Gilchrist. Kid Gilchrist, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't, you know, he turned into like a decent, but nothing never, nothing, especially offensively, nothing yeah. special, but... Yeah, nothing special there. Adam Moore, maybe, uh, maybe Okafer was the Dwight Howard year. I don't know. I think he was, and yeah. you know, he averaged a double double, but it was like, you know, again for the number two pick, you mm-hmm. were wanting more than twelve points, ten rebounds. Yeah. Well, uh, I will say though, retro wise, I think Hornets are the top team. I see a lot of people wearing, like, old school. Like, and even now, you know, just because I look the color scheme and everything, yeah. the purple and teal, yeah. I see a lot of people wearing Hornets gear. Not, I don't think, because they're fans, but I just think it's, like, cool colors. Yeah, I mean, back in the 90s when they were 
the original Hornets franchise. Right. That was that was a popular that was popular gear. Oh yeah. Yeah. Purple so. Tail, so I guess it's back. I'm glad I'm glad they did that. They changed their name that New Orleans changed to the Pelicans and Charlotte is back as the Hornets. Right, yeah. What they belong. No, yeah. The Bobcats were never I think we've just like you know anytime the owner and Michael Jordan back you know I hope Michael Jordan I don't know, he's just not cutting it as the owner. No. If I think we, you know, just like it's, it's just, like how does in all sports, it seems like former players, no matter how great they are, they don't necessarily make good front office minds. Right. Yeah, and I wonder why. I wonder if there's something to it. Yeah, maybe they just like, they look for, I don't know, because everything came so natural to them that they don't like realize what could also make a player great. Right. And can't value yeah, them correctly. Yeah, like what they need. How to yeah. build a team. With, yeah. How to build a team without a Michael Jordan. Yeah. And you got, you when know, you build a team, you can't start with the letter I. And Michael Jordan's got to realize that. Right. We'll turn it around. We'll, you'll turn it 2020, around. 2020. <laughs> 2021, the year of the Buccaneers and the Hornets. No, you're wrong because 21 is the year of the Knicks. Actually, no, 22 uh, is the year right. of the next. You could have a year. Um, all right, Paul. Right, yeah. Paul, we're going we're gonna to sign off for real now. Um, what, okay. what would you like to plug? Um, I don't think I really have anything to plug. Uh, I'm just kind of drifting in the wind right now. Yeah, kind of like the Hornets. Um, kind of like the Hornets, yeah. I'm just there. You know, I exist. People know I'm there, but you know, that's no one tunes in to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only we could just tune in to watch you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. Oh, oh? yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear about him. Yeah. Um. Let me, call me when. Call me when he matters. Yeah. Call me when you're famous. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you'll be famous one day. I know it. If you if you keep uh, practicing, I'm 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 holding on to Larry's uh, coattails. Yeah. All right. I'll be yeah. Larry the athlete. Hey, I have no problem being Larry the athlete's Rob Snyder. Okay. Yeah. I, Everyone I, needs one. I don't mind. Everyone needs a Rob Snyder. I don't mind having an entourage of uh, of you know yes men. Right. I will yes you to death. Hell yeah! It's the best word in the English language. Um, so thank you so much, Paul. Uh, if you're watching this, I hope you enjoy. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. You can subscribe on YouTube to get alerts whenever the live stream is coming. Please follow me on Twitter at Larry the Athlete or on Instagram or uh, just just uh, fungo a baseball into the night sky and I'll just come running. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I plug my Instagram? At yeah, what's your appalling? Instagram handle? At Simply Appalling. Ooh, good name. You notice how I included it in the question? That way, if you said no, I still would have plugged it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very smart. You're, you're, uh, you're a savvy yep. individual. Yeah, I made sure to say Simply Appalling twice. Simply now Appalling. Three- yeah, now it's going to be in everybody's head. 
it's it's a little catchy little thing. Yep. All right, Paul. Thanks hey, so much. I enjoyed this. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I'd love to uh, have you back, possibly in the studio, right. but on the phone whenever. We'll see you Sunday with your lucky fan. Yeah. Sunday, some lucky fan is going to win a trip to uh, where I live, which is an undisclosed location. Right. Yep. The Bronx. The Bronx. Good night, Paul. Yeah. Good night. Enjoyed it. And good night, all of you. There goes another episode of Larry No Spawn.